Welcome to the Backend Engineering Show with your host, Hussein Nasser. This is the show where we discuss the art and the craft of building software and cover recent news on backend technologies. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and rate it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. With that said, let's get on on the show. What is going on, guys? My name is Hussein, and Slack went down on the first Monday of 2021. Uh, this video is going to be an early report uh, of that incident. We still do not know the cause of what caused that outage in Slack, but as you know, we're we're not shorting of uh, making assumptions and and kind of discussing and making assertions. We might get it right, we might get it wrong. But once we have the full report, well, I'll make the detailed analysis report based on the root cause analysis report that Slack will be releasing. But let's go through it. And uh, I have a few theories of what caused the outage. And uh, you might, guys, uh, you might agree and disagree with me on these ones. But these theories are based on previous outages. And the way uh, Slack messaging to, and Twitter um, appeared, like and say, okay, you can do it this way. Try this. Try this. So I made some assumptions based on that. Let's 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 just jump into it. So on on January fourth, seven a.m. in the morning, customers starting uh, facing some troubles connecting to Slack and loading Slack messages. Um, by the way, guys, I use Slack once or twice to, internally at our work. But we moved to Teams, so I don't. I no longer use Slack, so I don't. I did not experience that outage. So people started seeing seven forty a.m. Started seeing that this is PST, obviously, and uh, there's nothing so far uh, until eight in the morning. Uh, Slack started to say, like, you know, this this is serious because we started getting a lot of reports that people can't uh, access this stuff, and the, the first workaround, which helped a lot of users by 9.30 in the morning is to do a command R. And I looked up uh, this shortcut. It's not actually in the list of Slack shortcut, but this is called a hard refresh. And uh, I found up from a Slack message in 2018 in the Twitter. So they seem to recommend this all the time. And they call this a hard refresh. That tells me that some sort of a cache has gotten bad and doing a command R in the Slack client will force a, to skip or evict the cache perhaps and force you to go to the source database, which is by the way, Slack database is MySQL and they recently moved to Vitesse as a sharding layer. And I'm going to make another video talking about Slack architecture. This is very very interesting uh, they made it recently a blog about their architecture moving to Vitesse, which i talked about many times in my channel so essentially their sharding layer instead of doing the sharding in their application they used Vitesse, which is interesting so apparently they have a caching layer which i did not see anything talking about it publicly what kind of caching system is that but we'll come to that so people started 
getting back their slack after doing this command refresh and however notifications started to break but they essentially spun up another um another incident to take care of the notification but again all the recommendation says hey just do a control shift o or control r, uh, r to uh, to do a full refresh essentially control r to do a force hard refresh so you can just clear the cache and hit the database directly so you can get the results right so that being said what affected services were there the messaging search link previews if you're wanting to preview a link apps integration file login single sign-on notification connection calls everything was down right but then they spin up another incident just for the notification outlook calendar integration and google calendar which uh, apparently people wasn't as uh, concerned about because most people on my Twitter said, hey, we, I'm back, I'm back. So I've been uh, basically, thank you guys, by the way, for reporting this incident on Twitter and keeping us up to date for the Slack users and hopefully everything. And thank you to the Slack team. Really, you guys going to be empathetic and, and be in their shoes in such really Monday, starting of the year, and then going through an outage and just being paged and dealing with that stuff. That's That must be hard. And um Kudos for the Slack engineers for fixing that. That being said, so what I did is say, okay, I suspect caching has something to do with that. Let me go back to the history. And by the way, kudos to this beautiful dashboard. I loved it. You can look at the history. So, so you see like a January 4th, there was an incident. December none, November none. But October, there was another incident. I'm going to come to that. August. There's another incident. So I love this dashboard. I absolutely liked, liked it. So there was like a not much. Slack didn't want much down uh, during 2020. But look at October 5th, 2020, guys. October 5th. Let's read the issue summary of October 5th. But what I want you to see is, see the similarity on October 5th. The exact number of services went down. Exactly the same. All down. So if we read the incident summary, I'm going to go ahead and read the incident summary and then you guys uh, be the judge of this. Again, I might be wrong. Starting on October 5th, 2020 at 5, uh, 6 a.m. in the morning, PDT, Pacific Daytime, some customers experienced degraded functionality in Slack due to slow API performance. Right? That, again, that was October. We do not know if that's the same thing. Technically, when I opened my Slack app, I am subscribed to HA proxy and, and traffic there. But what I saw there is interesting. I saw that messages appear, but it took a long time. So it might be the same cause. It's just a slow API performance. So what they did back in October, since many of Slack features rely on making API calls, customers experience latency in almost all aspects of our service. This included, but wasn't limited to sending and loading messages, searching, calling, everything. So they said, okay, it, it, everything went down. We initially identified an overloaded database memory cache server as the source of instability. Very interesting. Same, same symptoms, 
right? We saw slow. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. They asked us, like, asked us to refresh, do a hard refresh so that we don't, we skip the cache and go directly to the source. Here, same symptoms. And the cause was on October, an overloaded database memory cache server. Could it be the same thing? Maybe, maybe not. We'll just have to wait for the root cause analysis report to know. But that's just, a, again, we're just making assumptions here. Nothing wrong with that. Just learning. Might be wrong or right. At 8 a.m. PDT, we provisioned a replacement server for this host. So that's a very interesting way of solving this thing. So an overloaded database memory, that tells me they don't have some sort of a scalability for this caching layer. They just rely on one or two servers to cache, and they just replace the server completely. That's very interesting. So maybe they just vertically scaled it, right? Because that's what it means to replace. Well, why would you replace a server with the same spec? It must be then it's a single server caching layer. It's not, it's not scaled horizontally. That means they just have one server. All right. When it came online, it, it so they replaced the server. It unexpectedly caused additional instability and further degraded the performance of the ability to server. The replacement server came fully back online, and the problem went away. Right. So that's essentially the, what I wanted to discuss here: a caching server that went overloaded back in October. They replaced it, assuming again with a, a better, more vertically capable caching server that's my guess that kind of handled the new caching layer and all of a sudden everything went fine it took them to replace this thing around two hours right let's go back to the original thing let's see if they actually replaced it do you think it's gonna be replacing or not uh when was the outage the outage they found the outage at 7 a.m they told us to refresh at 9 Suspicious, huh? Exactly two hours. Hmm. Two hours to replace server, two hours to tell us to refresh so we can go immediately to the, avoid the cache that we have and jump to that. I don't know, guys. What do you think? We, we'll have to wait. We'll have to wait until we have more information. But I'd like to see your opinion on this one until we have... I'll make a detailed analysis report. Again, guys, uh, in my channel, if you're new here, welcome. I talk about back-end engineering, software engineering, uh, stuff like that. Incident report like this. Uh, I analyze the back-end uh, in infrastructure of many companies and then see the, the lessons we can learn from those smart engineers and we how we can apply it on our and we add it to the our our uh, kind of swiss army knife tools to become a better software engineer because that's the goal all these lessons become a better software engineer all right guys i don't want to make this video any longer than that we'll have to wait for the full incident report i'm gonna make a full video of that once we have that i'm gonna see you in the next one guys how did the slack uh, uh outage affected you let me know in the comment section below, and uh, I'm going to see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome.